1: Well, still October. (laughs) 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 This feels like a really long month to me. I don't know. Time is progressing differently than it usually does.
0: Well, because everything is, you know, as we both get older and older and more and more mummy-like, It it, it time speeds up like super fast in a disturbing way. And yet then there's also Halloween month where there's 800 different expectations of you and expectations you set for yourself. I don't know about you, but I'm like, I have to do I have to be the king and queen of Halloween. I have to do everything. And then I just get stressed out over how much I commit to for Halloween. And then I never have fun.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yeah. Not this year for me. This is uh, not this year.
0: Not this year, you say? Even though you're doing, what, every single day you're doing 31 days of Suspiria. Well,
1: yeah, but that's it. That's like... You're also doing the zine. Well, also that. I mean, okay. So it's just Suspiria things this month for me. But that's it. I think that's the thing. There's only place for it in my head. (laughs) 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 i'm afraid for me i think that's what it is is i'm just so into suspiria that it just nothing else there's no space for anything else
0: that's totally it
1: so if people are still reading on my website finalgirl.rocks i'm still posting about suspiria here we are three weeks in Still you, going, baby. You are
0: full on dancing the dance of another.
1: I am. I sure am.
0: Listen, not Listen, you very got those well. jumps down.
1: No, you got those jumps down. <laughs> <Yeah>. I saw. <laughs> I'm, I'm not a good dancer. Spoiler alert. <laughs> me,
0: me neither. I have no rhythm whatsoever. I have
1: no. I have really, like, I don't want to brag, but I have really good, like, hand-eye coordination. <laughs> Shocking. I played softball as a youth.
0: Oh, wow, well, now we know. Yeah,
1: so like hand-eye coordination, etc. But like brain feet? Absolutely <laughs> absolutely not.
0: Same, 100% like, same. Just, so
1: don't ask me to be in a chorus line or any of these big dances. Like no Busby Berkeley dance numbers for me.
0: Thank you. <laughs> oh, damn it. So we need to take that out of the live show. Yeah.
1: I know we were going to do Gold Diggers of 2019, but <laughs> yeah. Not with me in it. Or put Complete. me in it, and someone could get kicked in the ribs. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a little Miss Tanner for you.
0: You have gone full Suspiria. I love it. <laughs> You're like Stephen King in the Creep Show, but with Suspiria. You're just yes. turning into Suspiria Blu-rays.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. Not, Your not there. Your whole house is just.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah.
0: That's amazing. So.
1: Well uh, done. Thank you. That's I think,
0: I think our listeners would appreciate to know that we did spend the hour leading up to us recording this episode in studio, just talking about and looking at pictures of Lindsay Wallace, <laughs> aka Kyle Richards. <laughs> it's true.
1: Look at oh, all <laughs> In onset look at of it. Halloween. You guys, everybody, she cut her, she has bangs. She got bangs for Halloween. She has bangs. For she looks so good. She looks amazing with the bangs. She looks so
0: so, she looks good. so
1: good. So we talked about the bangs, and we also we we know it's gonna be terrible. It's gonna be a terrible we're, movie.
0: We are one hundred percent committed to it being awful. Yeah, we have we have zero uh, uh, doubts about that.
1: Yeah, we're not stupid, and we saw the yeah. last one, so we know. Also, we know we're gonna be there opening night because Kyle Richards. She got the she got those bangs. So I feel like even if I really didn't want to go, seeing her commitment to it,
0: to bangs, to
1: bangs. <laughs> Is that the, that's like the
0: the one of the uh, reviews that shows up in the trailer and just says Kyle Richards? She got those bangs. She got
1: those bangs. Final girl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I saw those bangs, and I had to be there. Well, here's the thing, is that she can make those bangs work. Uh, Bangs on, let's say, me. Oh, she does. I look like a mental patient. I look like a (laughs) five-year-old, 65-year-old. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) Not for me. Kyle Richards, she looks great.
0: It's amazing. Yeah.
1: Bangs. Yeah. Bangs. They're not for everybody. She's perfect. Yeah.
0: They're not, but they are for for Kyle Richards' last slash Lindsay Wallace and I just my heart glow I know like like you said it's gonna be awful I know it's gonna be terrible but then I see that picture of her on set the the picture that I spent forever trying to google as we were both searching the internet and then I just emailed you this amazing picture of her on set Mm -hmm. and she just looks so she has her bang she has her coat she has her bag like she's wearing a nice brown sweater she looks incredible Mm -hmm. and I can't not be there to support my queen. I
1: know. I know that we're the o- we're the only people excited about it. I don't care.
0: <laughs> Blumhouse did this just to get us. They
1: did. They wanted that $10 or whatever.
0: They said we need to get those Gaylords listeners.
1: Right. Yeah. So
0: we got to put the real housewife in it.
1: Yeah. So now oh. I say I can't wait for the next Halloween. Who am I anymore? I don't know.
0: We're going to have to do an episode about it.
1: Absolutely.
0: Just to talk
1: about... I mean, if it sucks, we can still spend the entire
0: episode talking about Kyle Richards at least, mm-hmm. so...
1: Yeah, so we'll have that. that. So there you go,
0: listeners.
1: That's something to look How forward th- to. How did this become, like, it's not even
0: the movie. I don't even want to see the movie. Like, I legit... No. ...would rather no. stab my eyes out than see the movie, and yet it's my most anticipated movie for next year because I don't know anything else that's coming out, and it's got Kyle Richards in it.
1: Yeah, that's all I care about, so... <sighs> Well, what problems. a world! What, a, what world. a world!
0: What a cruel fate! You know, in this in this dystopian Berenstein Bears Azalea Banks universe, we settle for what we can get.
1: <laughs> That's right.
0: And the the breadcrumb scraps being thrown at us pigeons right now are Kyle Richards, and I will take it.
1: Honestly, it feels a little strange to be like the biggest news in my life is that Kyle Richards got bangs. <laughs> 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 that tells you how my month is going. <laughs>
0: It really does.
1: It tells you a lot, but... Uh, oh, well, you know what? Does. Love it or leave it, baby.
0: That said, though, Stacy, that's not entirely true because, okay, next week is our Halloween episode, right?
1: That is absolutely true.
0: Which I'm real excited for. And the Halloween episode's gonna be a lot of fun, but we also have a really exciting Halloween announcement.
1: Oh, my God. I can't... <sighs>
0: We've been teasing a couple things on this show. Like, we do have a couple really cool things coming up, but this one...
1: Oh, my God. I
0: still can't believe it's happening.
1: (laughs) I'm losing my mind. I can't believe it's happening. My face hurts from smiling when I think about
0: it. Right? Same. It is... Like... I'm so... It's gonna be... Like, when we get to say it on air, it's gonna be so fucking bonkers. I can't believe it, so...
1: We're gonna have to lead with it next week.
0: It has to just open with it. We'll we'll have our confetti cannon. We'll have we'll have Vanna White there to show it off.
1: Someone will jump out of a cake.
0: I will have fallen asleep in the cake, and I will have fallen out of the cake.
1: Yeah, not even like I'll just be sitting in it.
0: (laughs) You just sit right down on the cake next to my my. Don't adjacent. yuck
1: my yum, if I.
0: <laughs> oh, that's your that's your your fat fe- your kink.
1: My kink. Ke- I like to sit on cakes.
0: You know that's a whole thing.
1: <laughs> I'm sure it is cake
0: farts. What a what a waste. Oh wait, no, it's it's where they what? fart. On. It's where they it's well, it's where you fart on a cake. <laughs> <laughs> what? There's a song about it. This comedian does a song about. It, but that's a whole thing. Cake farts. But I don't then like I'm sure that. sitting on cakes. There's also sitting on balloons. You know, looning. That's a whole thing.
1: Looning. Yeah, it's where you blow How do you balloons know and you that? pop I don't,
0: them. You just no, sit on I a balloon like and you this. pop it. <laughs> I don't like this. Stacy, don't make Zuzu come down from HR. <laughs> <laughs> tell you to be more, keep them more and open-minded. You if you
1: if you want to fart on a cake and then pop a balloon because that's what <laughs> gives you a big boner. More power to you. Do you think, I say no thank
0: you. Do you think that's all The Lighthouse is going to be, is just Robert yeah. Pattinson and <laughs> Willem Dafoe farting on cakes? Farting on and, cakes. <laughs> popping balloons and peeing themselves?
1: Farting on beans, probably, <laughs> if I watch the trailer correctly. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah. Can't wait.
1: Yeah. yeah. You know, one time I googled, um, I sneeze when I get hungry. <laughs> do you do that? If you get really, really wait. hungry, do you sneeze?
0: I sneeze when the sun hits my eyes. I
1: sneeze also when the sun hits my eyes.
0: I don't also- sneeze when I get hungry. Wait, like you just suddenly get hungry and then you sneeze?
1: Like if I'm really, really hungry, eventually I'll start sneezing. Yeah.
0: Do you have like a sneezing fit?
1: A little bit, yeah. Yeah,
0: I have never heard of this. No.
1: I hadn't either, so I googled it to see. And it turns. And so then there. It, uh, I found a forum.
0: Oh, no, for- you found your tribe.
1: I felt well, <laughs> not exactly, but I couldn't not click the link. But it was a forum for people who are sexually attracted to <gasps> uh, sneezes and the such.
0: Oh. And
1: I'm s- like, my God, the human brain is oh. just. Are,
0: the they are they called sneezers? What do they call
1: Oh, I don't know. They, I don't think they had a name. It was just a forum.
0: How does that happen? Is that just
1: like. How does that happen? <laughs> They, you know, I feel like it all just goes back to baby's first boner.
0: Yeah. Right? yeah. Like yeah.
1: all these things. Like you just happen to have a boner when someone or yourself was in the middle of a sneezing fit. And so your brain is like, ooh, sneeze, give boner.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, your Amityville babysitter was blowing up that balloon when you got your <laughs> first boner.
1: Yeah. You were under the table when your mom had all her friends over for tea. And you saw all their feet and you popped a boner. And now you're Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> Right.
0: Wow, we're going deep with the origin stories here. This,
1: yeah. I don't, that's just my theory. I'm not a professional sexologist. I think
0: that, oh, you're not Dr. Ruth Westheimer? <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> no. Damn. I just, no. But um yeah. So anyway, I don't know where I was going with that. But
0: Well, all Friends. that to say is that uh we can't wait for our Halloween announcement. <laughs> Yay. Which will be us Which revealing isn't. all of our kinks?
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'd like to f- sneeze and fart at the same time, <laughs> but only when I'm hungry. But only when I'm hungry. <laughs> Ugh. No, thank you. Could you imagine? I mean, no. Let's not. Let's time. Let's time out. <laughs> absolutely not i mean you want to be like a good partner to somebody right like you want to try things or whatever but if somebody was like will you fart on me
0: (laughs) sneeze on me while i sit on this cake yeah
1: i'm gonna sit on this cake fart in my face and then sneeze like i just i'm sorry
0: (laughs) what if they like waited years to tell you that too I
1: know, well it's like, very brave to admit something like that it but. is
0: stunning and brave but l- i mean you walk into the room and there's like you know there's the bath drawn and there's the rose petals and then there's Enya's just like,
1: playing.
0: playing or a playing flow <laughs> or memory of trees either and then you look and then there's the cake and then there's like the sneeze guard yeah and they just say i'd like you to sit down please on on this cake we're gonna have yeah. a talk
1: you walk in, and there's that moment of silence where you just hear, Who can say the only time. Does it smell like uh, cake farts in here? Yeah, yeah, I just... Like, I mean, God bless people who, uh, you know, are into this sort of thing. It must be difficult to find someone, but I just can't imagine. I just... Anyway, I we're just... really... I was going to say we're off topic, but we didn't have a topic to be on, so... <laughs>
0: It's the natural progression. Yeah. <laughs> Kyle Richards bangs.
1: To love line. Immediately we turns into,
0: yeah, <laughs> Dr. Drew. It's just all yeah. on.
1: I don't know. It's people are funny, I guess. People are strange. People are strange.
0: And that's what makes the human race so exciting.
1: I guess so. You never know. Next time you walk down the street, somebody around you... Never mind. Who cares? Anyway. Man,
0: if Robert Pattinson doesn't fart on a cake now in the lighthouse, I'm going to be so Um, upset. I do know he pees himself. So at least there's that.
1: At least there's that to look forward to. I can't wait to watch that movie. Oh, yeah. Uh, But that's for another time.
0: No, alas. Today, we're doing something totally different.
1: Yeah. (laughs) No. No sneezing. No farting. No cakes. But
0: many other forms of bodily fluid and viscera.
1: Oh my gosh, yes.
0: It must be said. uh, Because today, we are talking about the 1981 classic, The Evil Dead.
1: It is indeed a classic. It is, right? Uh, Man, putting it on was like putting on a warm, disgusting sweater.
0: (laughs) Yeah, just a a really nice, uh, heated and yet molding cardigan
1: yeah i realized after i put it on i was like oh my god i have seen this movie so many times Mm -hmm. it was absolutely a staple during my teenage years
0: Mm -hmm.
1: i love this movie i've seen it so many fucking times i remember bringing the tape over to my friend brandy's house and we watched it and she was so scared That she was convinced that, like, the tape itself was possessed or something. She, she, like, wouldn't take it out of the VCR. She made me take it out. I was like, she wouldn't touch it.
0: That's like the, the exorcist effect.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely terrified her.
0: That's amazing. Well, and this, I mean, I think from that era specifically, right, this was, like, one of those formative, like, uh, VHS, uh, just a terror fest, indie terror fest of like, have you heard of, or have you seen the evil dead? Right. Like like it was like one of the first like movies where Stephen King, you know, like today he'll say pet cemetery. It's a horror movie. (laughs) and People take that as an endorsement. Yeah. But like back then when Stephen King was talking about evil dead being terrifying, like everyone starts listening.
1: Yeah. I was going to mention that, that like, it's got the great fucking poster.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, like, my gosh. Terrifying poster. So classic.
1: And uh, the Stephen King endorsement, which, yeah, in 1981, it, like, meant something. And it still means something if, like, if you are a creator in Stephen King, whatever. But if I see a headline that's, like, Stephen King calls whatever movie the scariest, and I'm like, okay. Well, also, he is really into scary cars. So. <laughs> You know, like, the bloom is off the rose a little, but it's in true. 1981, it's like, no wow.
0: Anytime William Friedkin or Stephen King say this is the scariest movie ever, I'm just, oh, it's, it's, it's fine.
1: <laughs> yeah, it'll be fine.
0: It probably has a woman making a choice, and they're terrified <laughs> of that.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, but this is a prime, like, teenager with a VCR movie. Yeah, For yeah. For sure. Yeah. It's so good.
0: Yeah, I'll never forget the first time we rented this. We were in high school. We rented this at the at the Blockbuster, no, Hollywood Video. One of the two, when they still existed, sat down and just had the best laugh fest and scare fest watching this movie. Mm-hmm. It, it, I mean, it's like made for, it's, it's made, it's one of those perfect VHS movies, um, which is nuts because I just saw the brand new Restoration is how I watched it last night. At the, it came to the theater with the all new score. Um, from the original composer, but with like some tweaked music and just like totally remixed. So I saw Evil Dead like I've never seen it before, like so cleaned up and and fancy, which almost felt wrong. (laughs) Wow. Yeah.
1: A new score would be interesting. The score feels a little bit like it was whatever Sam Raimi could get yeah for for free yes <laughs> that doesn't it wasn't made for the film it feels like he found this shit on soundsnap.com
0: <laughs> yeah like me going to freesound.org <laughs> yeah, yeah
1: exactly and just kind of got stuff that sort of fit but it doesn't feel like it was made for the film but i guess it was
0: yeah i don't even remember the original score very well i i, I definitely you know know the score for evil dead 2 dead by dawn um but the first one i don't really remember very well so hearing this one it's it's beautiful. It's really great. I think Mondo's doing a vinyl release of it too right now. Um, of course. Yeah, of course. But it's, it'll, be uh, <laughs> it'll be sixty dollars. It'll be sixty dollars. You get your <laughs> commemorative sticker that you just recycle anyway. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was it was it was nice. It's nice. It was really lovely to see it clean up and to see it on a big screen with a with a whole audience was really awesome. Um, mm. Lots of giggling. Lots of giggling. This is a really fun movie.
1: <laughs> it's really fun. It's really such a testament to what a good filmmaker can do with nothing. Like oh it's God. so clever, like there's no budget, but it's so clever and there's so many great camera tricks, et cetera, et cetera, that they make the most out of absolutely nothing.
0: That's what, that's what, one of the things that was nuts for me about watching this restoration is like seeing how, like the makeup gets so gross in this movie, the dead eye makeup. And like... Seeing it, it they it basically look like they're just wearing cakes on their faces, right?
1: Yeah. But, oh, oh, <laughs> really?
0: oh, yeah, tell me more. <laughs> I gotta put on my diaper and <laughs> someone have someone sneeze at me. But like, <laughs> I'm Robert Pattinson, I'm peeing myself currently. <laughs> but like seeing this, the restoration too, and seeing like really HD looks at this makeup, I'm like, this is fucking crayon. on their face and
1: it's amazing Mm -hmm. yeah i mean everybody knows the story five friends go to a cabin in the woods
0: imagine that this is the this is the only cabin in the woods story you need
1: it really is it's the original it's the best as far as i'm concerned Mm -hmm. they they go to a cabin in the cellar of the cabin there's a necronomicon type book the book of the dead uh and a tape there was a some kind of professor found some shit in a tomb and went to this cabin. and was <laughs> deciphering everything,
0: <laughs> right? What happened they... in that house? I don't know. Some professor found some shit so in a tomb.
1: Guy... <laughs> 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 well, that's about how well it's explained. Like
0: It's true. This is true.
1: One of the five, Cheryl wanders off into the woods at night, gets raped by a tree. Like you do. As is known to happen. Uh, She gets possessed by demons. Very quickly it spreads until there is only Ashley left alive. Fighting everybody. Bruce Campbell. I'm just, I feel like I'm just giving out non sequiturs now. But, like, that's it. It's It's so simple. It's so simple. It's just the barest of plot. And I just, like, has there ever been a movie that is so good but has, like absolutely zero character development oh my like we God. know nothing about these people and they don't even try like they you know who's dating who you know who's related to who Cheryl and Ashley are brother and sister mm-hmm. Ashley's girlfriend Linda and then you have Scott and Shelley
0: mm-hmm. that's
1: it you know we don't know anything
0: <laughs> you know that Cheryl likes drawing <laughs>
1: Cheryl's the gay one, right? Let's face Cheryl's it.
0: the fucking fag. I love her. She's,
1: she's the fifth wheel. She brings her sketch pad. <laughs> she sits a, and draws a clock. <laughs> she draws a clock while everyone else is pairing off to do it. <laughs> she's just sitting there making this gorgeous sketch of a clock. She's then, a total buzzkill. I love her. Like, you know, she's just a buzzkill. Like, everyone thinks she's nuts. Uh... You know, she wants to go home immediately. She
0: doesn't want them to read the play the tape.
1: Yeah, she just is a real downer. So I'm like, oh, there's the gay one. Yeah, she, okay. yeah. <laughs> For real. <laughs> yeah.
0: She's the one not getting laid that night. She begrudges everyone. She makes a still life, <laughs> and she yeah. has to go home. <laughs> Guess I'll just sit in here and draw this clock. <laughs> it said every gay at a sleepover ever. Yeah. Growing up. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, you guys are gonna oh all right well i'll just draw this clock i guess it's all right don't mind me we're gonna go home in the morning right
0: <laughs> so gay <laughs> yeah so i gay. love her i, I love, love her, her too she's my
1: favorite mine
0: too i'm team cheryl
1: team Cheryl all all the way yeah she goes outside uh in the night and you know who's out there I know someone's out there watching branches wrap around her ankles and her wrists and everything and she literally gets raped by the tree even Sam Raimi has said at this point that he regrets it and kind of wishes it wasn't there
0: it just doesn't work
1: it doesn't work it's unnecessary there are lots of ways to get possessed
0: Yeah, without tree rape.
1: Without tree rape. And the fact that she manages to spread it like a sickness by stabbing Linda with a pencil. Um, Scott gets scratched in the face. You know, like there are other ways to pass it. Like she doesn't have to get raped.
0: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, <laughs> and that was
1: that was one of the things that disappointed me about the remake is that they basically kept it in.
0: That's what's I as I was watching it last night, I was having flashbacks to the remake, which I almost ended up watching, except I didn't want to. Um, I don't know, punish myself for no reason. So <laughs> <laughs> let's be real, I fucking hate. I couldn't stand the remake. Um, me either. A lot of people really like it, but I was like, what? What is? What is the CW Cabin in the Woods?
1: Yeah. She, well, it's really gross. I think people really like
0: that. I mean, but even the effects, like, weren't anything spectacular. Like, everyone was freaking out over how gross the effects were. And I was like, have you seen a French splatter movie?
1: Yeah.
0: Because those are way <laughs> better. <laughs> like, if that's what you want. Um, and this doesn't, I don't. I think also, like, the tone just wasn't there. This movie has such a fucking weird tone because it's so, it's can't be. Uh, I don't know how much of that is intentional. Um, because of just the budgeting issues and trying to make a really scary movie. it does have scary moments. It also has really funny moments that are intentionally funny. Um, and this and I mean the sequel, Evil Dead 2 is my personal favorite, but you know that one really pushes the tone. Um, yeah, and the, the remake just totally missed that. So mm-hmm. I just didn't understand, I don't know. So thinking about the remake, um, I, I can't believe that they still included that. Yeah, it just doesn't work. It's, it didn't work then. It still doesn't work. No. And are you really telling me Diablo Cody had anything to do with that movie?
1: I know. People were all up in arms before it came out because they all thought... Because Jane Levy was, like, the face of the Evil Dead remake. And so everybody was convinced that, oh, you have a girl now instead of Bruce Campbell? Like, Ashley's yeah. gonna be a girl? What the fuck? And then... But she wasn't. It was still... It followed some dopey dude who, like, wasn't even as yeah. interesting as Ashley.
0: Yeah, and then she had no character until the last ten minutes. It was oh, she did a heroine, and now she's in the other room. Right? Yeah. <laughs> hate the remake. Hate the remake. Yeah, it sucks.
1: Um, but this one, yeah, it's just unnecessary, and it's also like they just couldn't handle it. Like I get that why, like in nineteen eighty one, they thought that was cool. You know what I mean? Like it's very much a sign of the times.
0: 1981, young filmmakers, literally just a bunch of kids out in a forest. You know, yeah. It it makes sense that that happened, but it also, it yeah, it just doesn't work.
1: Yeah, and it's also unnecessarily cruel to that character. And like, she comes back in the house. She doesn't say that she was like raped. But something happened. She's cut up. She's bleeding. Her clothes are all torn. So no matter what happened, even if she's just having a mental break, but everybody's like, why is she being such a bitch? (laughs) Like, they're just, I don't know. I think it just speaks to the script of this movie, which is like, is there a script to this movie? Like, these aren't actual people remotely at all.
0: No, and th- that's the thing is there is no script. I mean this movie is a series of sequences yes. of gore sequences yeah. um and of of setups which I think works for the most part. Right. But in the instance of the rape it just does. And and that's the thing is it's like the the tree rape is it's fetishized how it's presented and it is cruel like you said. Like and I mean it all comes through with her covering her breast. Right and then the tree root, you know, goes and pulls her arm away so then you get the boob shot. Right. And it's like that right there tells you like the intention that went into that scene and the sort the kind of uh torture rape fetishization that's happening there. Yeah. It's, it just doesn't work. No,
1: it's super fetishy. There's a shot of like her writhing legs and it's almost like they're implying that she's enjoying it for a a second or two and it's like like with the noises she's making and the way she's moving and all the, and it's just like what are you doing sam Raimi? yeah yeah
0: and like i could see i could totally see and imagine what a theater must have sounded like with like a bunch of just gross bros oh I'm like sure they pubes. were la-
1: laughing i'm sure oh I'm sure people
0: fucking loved after. it, and honestly, I was nervous last night at the theater because I was like, oh god, i don't know like because we bring out a bunch of different types of people at the theater mm-hmm. and our horror you know horror communities are just as enlightened as they are still back in the maga era, yeah, <laughs> like live in that fantasy um and so i was on un- I was unsure how people would handle it. people were I- it, people were giggling throughout the entire movie during the tree ripe sequence like everyone was silent and it just collectively did not work for the audience nice so that was that was nice at least but yeah yeah it's surprising yeah, as...
1: it's it's just it's unnecessary it's there for shock yeah. value
0: yeah that yeah that's all it is
1: um so that is like a sour note on this thing yeah
0: so and I mean, uh, to, the, to be fair, a lot of the classics. Oh, also sure. That kind of shit. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, any Italian film, you have to put up with how much animal violence and torture? <laughs> mm
1: hmm. Yeah. But this is where horror gets its reputation, right? For violence against women and violating yep. women and all that. It's like, because, yep. yeah, because that's what, you know, you see people on the internet now, like, I'm tired of hearing about how horrors, is. And it's like, it's changing for sure. It's changing. But there's a reason why the genre has that reputation. It's because of shit like this.
0: You know? Yeah, because it's culpable. Yeah, it enabled it.
1: It doesn't mean Evil Dead's a bad movie. I still love this movie. You know, it's just mm-hmm. a it's just a black spot on an otherwise mm-hmm. f- fantastic, fun film. That's all.
0: And to be fair, also, it's a testament to how successful the film is in its other respects.
1: Right. That yes. it's
0: still a movie I want to go back and watch. And I'm like, ugh, I have to put up with the tree rape scene now. But the rest of the movie is so entertaining. hmm and, and really formative and fun
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, that I'm going to keep watching it.
1: Yeah. Well, there are some, um, I don't know. It fell cut this out or not, but Alex West posted the other day on the Faculty yes. of Horror Facebook page. She posted an article that was critical of Candyman. Um, you know, some of the race stuff, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And there's a lot of pushback against like any kind of criticism for these movies that are classics or that we love, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And it's like the only perfect movie is Suspiria, okay?
0: This is... A- established fact
1: yeah (laughs) that's just the way it is but it's like (laughs) even the movies that you love like we do see them as a reflection of ourselves and so when someone is critical of them we take it personally and think they're being critical of us
0: Yeah, and people get fragile about it. Like, when you say, oh, you're using a racist term, people think, oh my god, I'm racist, and then they panic, I'm not a racist, and then they go off on everybody and become a racist.
1: Right, and so to look at Candyman and say, like, does it, you know, take advantage of the white savior trope, or whatever, you know, um, to then just try to shut that all down because you like Candyman, it's like, well, that's not very productive. Yeah, yeah. And so I just think there's value in talking about problematic movies. We've talked about that kind of thing, like Sleepaway Camp, et cetera, et cetera. Like there's, there's Silence
0: of the Lambs. Silence
1: of the Lambs. Like, there's value. The Sentinel, you know? The
0: Sentinel. My God. There is so... it Honestly, it fucking enriches my experience with the movies to be able to be accountable and to look at the problems with it and to say what this movie was saying at the time and how it reflects, you know, that era. Mm-hmm. And then how we look at it today and how do we how do we reclaim aspects of it today or counter right. those aspects today? Mm-hmm. Imagine that. But that's the thing, Stacey, right? Is this can- cancel culture. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Where it's like you can never this has a, a thing and therefore you can never watch it.
1: Right. There's two sides of it. Like one side is saying that, you know, everybody shut up. With your criticisms and why can't horror just be horror? As if horror isn't, like, the most political fucking genre. (laughs) Like, it's just... Like, horror is political. It's been political since day one.
0: Wait, you're saying horror has always reflected on the times and reflected on the state of otherness since its gestation?
1: Yeah, kinda. Yeah.
0: Okay. So,
1: but there are people who are like, I don't know, when you're talking about a Jordan Peele movie, like, why does everything have to get political? It's like okay (laughs) and also
0: who's feeding those goddamn guinea pigs
1: (laughs) like you know can't we just enjoy a horror movie and like sure sometimes you want to just like shut your brain off and watch something stupid it doesn't mean that political discourse or any kind of critical discourse should be shut down On the other side of it, you have people who shut it down for the exact opposite reasons. They shut down the films themselves because they might be problematic or have elements that are uncomfortable for us to look at.
0: Also, I would like to also call myself out and cancel myself for saying guinea pigs when I was referring I to know. rabbits. I know. It was us.
1: rabbits. It was rabbits. <laughs> do
0: you know, every time we do a podcast, I listen back to the things I say and I'm like, I never know what I'm talking about in the moment. I know what I meant to say and what I say, what I mean to say never comes out. But I'm, I agree that we all just agree. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we know what I meant. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, you can take a movie like The Evil Dead that I don't know that there's a lot going on that's uh, deeper in this movie than just a Deep, pedagogical... Yeah. You can, (laughs) I mean, you can look at that. You can talk about any movie in those kind of terms, you know. You can read into anything and God knows I love that sort of thing.
0: I mean, they are, every character in all films is gay. We know this to be true. Well, duh. It's, everyone knows. But some other things, uh, some other aspects of film criticism or, or theory around films, it can be a reach.
1: It's a reach, you know. And so yeah. I don't know how much The Evil Dead, you could talk about. I mean, it just establishes so many tropes.
0: And it's wild to me. But, I mean, yeah, I completely agree. I think, and I think... I just I, I hope we can move forward, especially in horror fandom, as we begin to, you know, kind of wise up and figure out um, our politics and what we want this genre to say and what we want, uh, what we expect of it and um, what we're willing to watch and not watch. I hope we can agree to to continue to remember the past and let it exist. Um, right. And use that kind of thinking to develop ways of talking about the where we're going. You know, criticism benefits us today, not just the things that we're reviewing from the past that we're trying to get rid of so
1: right. Critical anyway. thinking is we're in dire need of it and the like I don't I don't it. need I don't like the rape scene in this movie, but I don't need to be cut out. you know what I mean <laughs> like
0: yeah, because what that also just erases the accountability for the filmmakers
1: right, yeah. Does it also have to happen to the best character in the movie? Unfortunately, yes. Everybody's Ashley, Ashley, Ashley. But you know what? The women of this film are the MVPs, if only because Uh, they're under that fucking makeup. And those contact lenses must have been insanely fucking painful.
0: I mean not just that but all the way down to the opening scene with um was it is it Shelley or is it Linda that's singing that song as <laughs> they're driving Shelly, yeah. <laughs> Shelly's fucking song. Yeah. Yeah. Like I was sold right then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So But that makeup, that and the commitment, the screaming, the just how many takes and the blood and the effects, everything that they had to commit to to make this happen mm-hmm. in this little indie gorilla shoot is great.
1: Yeah. So I know I like this Bruce Campbell before he's Bruce Campbell. You know what I mean? Like
0: before he, he became the chin.
1: Yeah. Now he's in here. He's the unibrow. You know, he has a unibrow. He.
0: OK. He's such a little babe in this movie. He's
1: adorable in this movie. He's
0: such an innocent little tiny little babe. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. He is.
0: Yeah, I he's pre- real good. I
1: prefer this Bruce Campbell myself. But I am team Cheryl all the way. Scott is a jerk. Uh, Scott
0: sucks.
1: Scott sucks real bad. You know, this movie has what, like, I've seen this movie so many times that just like Halloween with the keys, the keys,
0: like that line (laughs) that is just
1: burned into your brain. With this one, it's Ashley going, Scotty! Scott! It's just in my head forever. That's funny. That
0: forever. said, there is also a keys adjacent scene in this, which I didn't realize. Mm,
1: yeah, that's true. Uh, when she's, when she's <laughs> reaching
0: up and trying to get that key on the ring.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. At this cabin, which is... Scotty! Scott! <laughs> <laughs> I just always think of that when I think of this movie. Mm-hmm. But that fucking cabin is horrifying. Like... Man, what is that
0: place? They show up to it. That's like that's like when your friend's like, oh, no, I got us an Airbnb. And then you get there and you're like, what have you done? Yeah, <laughs> what like, what did I agree to? How much did I pay for
1: this? Like the Texas Chainsaw House is nicer than this place. <laughs> really I'd rather is. stay there, you know? <laughs> It's crazy. It's just terrifying. Like, I know. This movie still scares me. Like, I know that there's funny stuff, intentional and unintentional. But I think I just saw this at the right age so many times that this movie is really scary.
0: Yeah. And actually watching this with an audience, I was really surprised because I was like, I don't think this movie is as funny as everyone thinks it is. No, I don't think it was
1: intended as a comedy. Like, Evil Dead 2, like you said, goes that way, but...
0: Yeah, like, but, like, I think there's a couple parts that are supposed to be funny, like, just the severity of the gore, or Shelley's song, or Scott yelling out at the hitchhikers, fuck you, I wasn't honking at you. (laughs) (laughs) And they're just waving, yeah. Yeah, they're just waving and smiling at them, and he's screaming at them. Yeah. Like, there's, there's funny stuff, but I don't think the movie's a comedy. No. And... I think everyone was just giggling because they're so used to Evil Dead and Sam Raymond movies being funny. Mm -hmm. And then there's there's also, you know, getting drunk around Halloween time at a movie theater with a billion other people and and you're giggling at at gore effects and stuff because you're kind of uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I was like, this isn't a comedy. This is a straight up horror movie. Mm -hmm. It's so vastly different um, in tone.
1: Yes. Man, when Cheryl when they're doing the it's I love the scene where Linda and Shelly are playing with the the cards and Linda's trying to predict it and Shelly's just like, "Oh my god, you're right." Even though she's guessed yeah, She's guessing not wrong. At all yeah. the cards. I love that I scene. I love that scene. And then as Cheryl is like four of diamonds, jack of clubs, king of and she's like, Aah! and she turns around <laughs> and she's possessed. That is so fucking scary. I love. That was good. You did a good job. (laughs) I love that scene. That is like one of my favorite scenes in the genre. It terrifies me. It's so well done. That makeup is fucking killer. And I love Cheryl the end.
0: Is Cheryl is my queen. Yeah. Thank you for thank you for recognizing her uh, regal reality. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, it's that's a nice. I mean, it's funny when you talk about character development because there isn't any in this film. But just those moments of fleshing out their relationship, like that moment of just them as these two, like kind of silly friends. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. One is just enabling the other, like kind of goofing on her, and just, but also kind of. Encouraging her and building her up with the sense of her false ESP. Yeah. Yeah. It's like something extra sensory, like ESP or something. (laughs) But like uh, going from that kind of fun and uplifting, like really also real life feeling moment to (laughs) the horror of her repeating the actual... Yeah. symbols on the card and then being possessed. Just like them sitting at the table and then you see the part that I love. Them sitting at that table. I think they're all sitting at the table and you see into the back of the uh. other room and it just when the cellar door just flies open mm-hmm. and there's all that ambient, like, demon wind sound. Yeah. <laughs> it's so cool. It's
1: so cool. It's so it's scary. So cool. And they all take shit in, in stride. Like, Cheryl is clearly something's going on. Not only does she turn around and she's possessed, she then uh, floats in the air and is like. <laughs> I'm going to kill all of you. You're all going to die. <laughs> and then she falls and they're like, what's wrong with her? <laughs> like, what the fuck? You know, it's just, I don't know. They don't act like humans, but they also don't act like horror movie characters. It's a very strange film.
0: Yeah, it's really weird. I love I loved that sequence. I think when, uh, after they've chopped up, I think it's after they chopped up Shelly. And... <laughs> and 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 scott's like falling apart he's dying it's like as ash is like trying to i think he's giving him the water
1: mm-hmm. and
0: and ash is like he, he keeps talking about like oh no we'll we'll get everybody we're all gonna go back home yeah like everyone's everyone's getting out of this as he's like staring at these like dis these dismembered remains of their friends that are completely unrecognizable yeah it's just this sort of the denial of like, no, we're all going to go back. We're all going to be fine. Everyone's going to be OK. We'll get Cheryl out of the basement. <laughs> yeah. Everyone will be fine. <laughs> yeah.
1: We'll be cool. But Scotty is interesting. I mean, he's an asshole through the whole thing, I think, really. Uh-huh. But basically, like, Shelly's dead. And Scott is like, I'm going to get out of here. Because Linda, at this point, has been passed out after she got stabbed with the pencil. And Scott's like, it's your girlfriend. You take care of her. Bye. And it's just Mm -hmm. kind of like, ultimately, he is forced back by the trees. But it's like, I don't know, you don't see horror movie characters that are friends. Like, you might see it in something like Night of the Living Dead, where you have, like, Harry Cooper in the basement being a dick, you know? Yeah. But when it's friends, like, being that kind of cold-hearted, it's, I don't know. It's an interesting moment.
0: It's also kind of weirdly realistic, I think. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'll you keep, that, I'll keep that, in that in mind.
0: Surprises. Oh, yeah. As <laughs> I throw you to the wolves.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. you don't have to throw me. I'll just fall down. Let's be Oh, right. thanks. Yeah. As I
0: trip you to the wolves.
1: <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll just fall on my own. <laughs> No, you guys don't have to make any effort, or you won't have we'll to. We'll just feel bad, be like, "Oh, there she goes." Just keep moving. Yeah. Oh,
0: Stacy, Stacy fell herself to the wall. Yep,
1: Stacy fell. Let's keep going. Oh. Like you guys are right. Just go on without me. We haven't even said anything yet, Stacy. <laughs> yeah. Also, not a concern. We were gonna go on without you. Yeah. <laughs> Aww. Aww. Uh, don't wear a moo. That's the thing. You get all tripped up.
0: You do. You run running when the when that demon force is flying <laughs> after you, going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they yep. always get that moo. That moo will get snagged on something. <laughs> that's the one problem with the moo. It that's is so versatile point. and the so The one to
1: problem. Yeah.
0: But that's the problem. Yeah.
1: It billows. You know what I mean? It'll billow it behind you.
0: So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. She, yeah, she's a she's a flamboyant outfit choice.
1: <laughs> yeah, it just she gets, comes with a flamboyant price. It gets caught on things and it's oh well.
0: Yeah, yeah, how many times have I, How many times do I look like a fool cuz I'm driving around town and half of my is hanging out the car door? Mm-hmm. Cuz I didn't I shut it in the door. That's right.
1: It's a lot of fabric. problems, a lot
0: of I've got 99
1: problems <laughs> and they're all moo. Related. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Yeah. So I don't know. Evil Dead. I just, I really love this movie. It's so gross.
0: So gross. That, the pencil that you were talking about. That fucking gag is, I think, the sickest thing. I I mean, a lot happens in this movie. Yeah. But there's tree rape. There's shovel decapitations. (laughs) I love
1: the shovel decapitations. Oh, my God. It's (laughs) so funny. (laughs) 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 linda's
0: glee is yes. just so wonderful yeah she's so she's such a queen when she just she just has the time of her life
1: well i like that eventually it gets to the point where the demons are just kind of trying to irritate everybody to death yeah <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, they're not doing anything. They're just laughing and making noise and being annoying.
0: Yeah, Cheryl's, like, full-on bonkers from the get-go. Ugh. But then, like, Linda's just, like, she's just hanging out, just being a dick.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, Cheryl in that, like, it's just, I don't know. I mean, it's I think it's iconic, period. But it's just such indelible images for me of, like, Cheryl in that basement. Oh. flipping the fuck out, trying to get out and like just opening the door and she can't because it's chained shut but just like the slamming of the door and she's like, ah! ah! <laughs> like,
0: it's oh just... Oh my God. It's
1: so scary to me. I just I love it.
0: I think that's how, that's what, what first drew me to Evil Dead was, I mean, back when I was... When I was but a wee lass, and I would go to my horror websites, and I'd be on my AOL chat rooms at the same time. <laughs> and I'd cycle through the different websites, and like one of them, it, one of them was like some, something, something House of Horrors, I think. And it was just, you know, it's just back when websites were literally like, here's a list of my favorite horror movies. Yeah. <laughs> Click the yeah. icon for more information about the. Trivia and things that I think happen in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> like. Like and Final one,
1: Girl in the early days. Exactly.
0: Final Girl was one of my websites that was on rotation. And like, I clicked this and like, um, it was the, it was the, I uh, actually, no, this was a, this was a couple years before Final Girl, was several years. But like, I, I remember clicking through his list of movies and one of them was Evil Dead and the picture was Cheryl in that cellar. And that was the first time I saw anything of or from Evil Dead. Wow. And just that image of that head in the cellar, that like gross white cake fart makeup. I was like, what, <laughs> what? I have to see this. I mean, I yeah. didn't see it for a couple of years because I, I was so nervous because it had such an air around it, you know? Yeah. Because that was at that point. I mean, the movie had only been out for uh, 15 years or something. And man,
1: mm-hmm. it
0: was, it was, it was, it was still like kind of a gross guarded underground thing so it was yeah it's Mm -hmm. just so iconic this movie is and it's really truly formative you know like um, as I was watching this I kept thinking about what I was saying on our demons episode about how demons was sort of the night of the living dead of the rage infected yeah I think this is I, I think I'm wrong I think it's evil dead hmm Like a lot of that shows up in demons, like in the passing on. The the passing on. Yeah, the idea of it as like sort of a thing that can be passed or infected. um, The, that, that thing, like the, all the bile, the puke, the, they're constantly, that, they're like, are they just throwing up milk?
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Which also comes out when they cut off Shelly's hand and like the milk squirts out. They've got green foam. They've got, all the colors oh. of God's rainbow. Are They're just out. like P-
0: Play-Doh demons, and yeah. it's disgusting.
1: Yeah, there's like the stop motion at the end when he throws the Book of the Dead on the fire.
0: Yeah, and
1: Cheryl and Scotty like fall rot away to nothing, and it's like old school stop motion. You know, Harry Harryhausen play <laughs> Play-Doh kind of shit. It's so cool. Yeah, it's God, so it's cool. rad. Yeah, it's rad. Yeah. So I just props to Ellen Sandwise, who plays Cheryl, because she is the MVP just for this having amazing. all that fucking makeup on, for being so scary, for being the gay one, for being a babe. I had a total crush on Cheryl when I was that teenager watching this movie over and over.
0: Oh, and you just rewound that clock scene. <laughs> like, God, look at her mark. Making. I wish
1: she'd draw me a clock.
0: <laughs> draw me like one of your wall clocks.
1: <laughs> draw, draw me like one of your cabin clocks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she was, you know, formative in in my little gay heart. There's a place for Cheryl.
0: Man, that is, you know, I'm I'm not justifying the tree rape, but. It really is fitting for what happens to gay characters. <laughs> like, right. of course, the the gay character she draws a clock. She's a buzzkill. <laughs> she ends up without most of her clothes. She ends up tree raped. She ends up getting locked in a cellar. They won't drive her home. She right. has to listen to the tape. She doesn't want to. That's all of us at every sleepover growing up. All of those things happen to all of us.
1: We're all locked in the cellar, right?
0: Man. This is like the two hetero
1: couples just can't handle her getting like, you know, Scotty's like, oh, what's the matter with her? She's nuts. Like they just Mm -hmm. can't handle it, you know? And so they have to lock her away.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's
1: all built in. It's all built in. Sam Raimi. Formative queer filmmaker. Yeah. We should show this one for queer horror. I should. Everybody oh would be God. like, "Why is why are you showing this movie?" Well, I,
0: Carla is already practically a deadite, so right. <laughs>
1: That's true.
0: it's It wouldn't be much of an adjustment to make.
1: Scotty, <laughs> Scott. <laughs> I love this movie. I just love that it's they really find good. they find all the shit in the basement, like the real to real that explains everything. The book yes. of the dead is down there. The knife, that cool like metal knife with the fucking skulls the carved bones. into it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like it's all there. You know, what That's happened wild. to the professor and his wife? Why couldn't one of them been out in the woods? I do like the idea of the woods as like the evil force, obviously.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then, and then it's already prowling. It already, like, you know, almost causes that car accident in the beginning. Right. It's not... it, it the, the Necronomicon enables the Deadites to inhabit bodies. Right. But there already is something else in there.
1: Mm-hmm. God. What a good movie.
0: It's so good. Right? It's
1: so good. And
0: only created the entire Cabin in the Woods aesthetic. Right. Like... Leading up to the film Cabin in the Woods.
1: Yes, the Cabin in the Woods as seen in the film Cabin in the Woods.
0: Which honestly the only thing I wish that that Evil Dead had that, you know, Cabin in the Woods uh, does do the only thing missing is Sigourney Weaver with gloves. (laughs) That's all I really got from that movie. (laughs) So
1: Yeah, I didn't love it as much as everybody else did. But then I'm a buzzkill. I just wanna draw a clock and go home. Can't help it, you're gay. I can't <laughs> help it. I'm sorry. <sighs> oh,
0: so, what do you think? What are you? What's your? I mean, we're talking about the original today, but what are your outlooks on? What's your outlook on the other films in the franchise? In Evil Dead, because eh. we got Evil Dead Two: Dead by Dawn, which, like I said, that's my personal favorite, just because you know yeah. I love this. I love silly,
1: right? As you know, I'm a buzzkill. I'm not so into the silly, and I think it's hard for me to. I think I love the original so much that, first of all, it's hard for me to be objective about it. Like, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I know some people who have never seen it, and so I'd be interested to hear what they have to say, kind of, but they're probably not going to like it very much. I don't know what somebody seeing it for the first time, how they'd feel about it. Yeah. Um, But it's hard for me to be objective about this movie, I think. And so the change in tone... That makes sense. The change in tone for the rest of it never really worked for me, also, because I was like, but the first one is so scary uh, I don't know and I just I like I like Ashley as like just a regular dude
0: and not this like bro symbol with chainsaw arm and
1: yeah one
0: liners and Elvis adjacent
1: right like I'm never really enamored with that the only kind of roguish smarmy dude that I ever really liked was Han Solo you know
0: uh, well, I mean, I
1: mean, obviously, but that kind that sort of archetype doesn't really work for I don't find them charming, I guess. Yeah, maybe, maybe because I'm not straight. I don't know. Um. Yeah, it's
0: kind of that's kind of straight people like J.O. porn, right, is like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> shitty dudes that get away with just being shitty because they have a level of charm to them.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm kind of immune to all of their charms. So I don't know. I just I'm not wild about any of the rest of it, but I understand that they're probably more popular than the original, and that's fine. I'll take my little scary haunted in the woods cabin.
0: Yeah. Well, and I think too, growing up with it, like that's so gonna be the your core experience with it. Mm -hmm. Um, and especially from that era where it was like one of the scariest movies ever made, you know, and not didn't then become this like kind of. Bananas (laughs) like Chainsaw Fest, yeah, Um, which I love. But yeah, Yeah. I love I love the second one so much. I just think I really love both the the first and second films so much. Um, The second one though takes the cake for me. Just I think the the comedy is one thing I really like, but I think aesthetically, I just I love the imagery. Like I feel like it's one of the most beautiful horror movies, just in terms of the design that went into it. Um, so I'm a big fan of the second one. Army of Darkness? I'm actually like, I mean, everyone fucking creams themselves over Army of Darkness all the time. Yeah. And I like, don't respond to that movie for whatever reason. Yeah. Um, but I do, I do have to say, I do love Ash vs. Evil Dead. It's real good. It's mm. real good. And in that, like, it's really, have you seen any of it? No. It's really funny because it's like, you know, Ash is like contemporary, at present day Bruce Campbell. He's old. Mm -hmm. and and in that he like the whole conceit for how the deadites come back is he has the Necronomicon but he has a girl over to his trailer and he wants to impress her and he's drunk so he just starts reading to the Book of the Dead from her it's so (laughs) stupid it's so stupid but then ultimately it leads to um several babes showing up because we have Dana DeLorenzo who shows up and helps Ash we have Ray Santiago who is a out queer actor um And then Lucy Lawless is the villain in the entire series. So (laughs) it's like, I'm all, I'm all in for Lucy Lawless, man. Yeah. I can't not be there for her. So it's, it's good. And actually, I can't remember if Linda or Cheryl come back. Oh, really? But one of them comes back, yeah, for an episode. And she comes back like as she is today. And she's like fucking with Ash's head. And it's actually, that's a really great episode. (laughs) Hmm. It's really nice to see her back. I wish I could remember <laughs> who she was, but it was like <laughs> it was nice to see one of the two back. Um, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, like you said, yeah, this is the classic. This is what started it all. Uh and it's just so It is. It is like like you were saying, it's a testament to creativity. Um
1: It really is. There's some great I, fucking camera work in this movie.
0: Man, it's so nice.
1: It's so nice. Like, it's, it's just, so nice. you know, I mean, just a hungry filmmaker with no money, like, and being able to be creative, and it's all practical effects, and it's mm-hmm. just, you know, these movies that are just like a bunch of friends, sometimes the planets align, and they make some fucking magic, you know?
0: Yeah, lightning strikes. Yeah. That's like, I mean, that's, and that's, this is something I was thinking of, like, with, um you know, it, I just had a screening of Blair Witch in Portland, and it was... Awesome, But it, it was just that was something we even were talking about in the Q&A because we had producer Greg Hale there. But like, I was just talking about how nuts it is when it's something is so simple and so underground and it's how it's constructed and such a team effort. And how how much more impactful and long lasting and influential these films are gonna be than any of these like CGI screensavers that we that are focus tested in China, you know, that get mm-hmm. made to get worldwide release, that are just made by mega corporations that are just like so fucking boring and nobody's gonna remember them in the long run. Like
1: right. they're gonna
0: get rebooted a thousand times. Mm-hmm. But then you see something where it's literally just like some fucking nerds and their friends went out to a cabin, filmed a gross movie with some play doh <laughs> and right. some glowing fluids.
1: Inevitably, actors like suffered through. Oh effects. yeah, you know, like yeah,
0: yeah, but yeah. Amazing. And I actually I thought about Texas Chainsaw a lot while watching this too. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of a funny uh, sibling. <laughs> to yeah, this, to the to they're kind of siblings to each other in that way. God,
1: I love Texas Chainsaw. I know you have a hard time with that movie. I love that movie.
0: I'm s- listen. I'm seeing it again in a couple days. We're showing it. We're also showing it at the theater. So I'm gonna go back to it, and I'm gonna Ugh. I'm gonna watch it with some older, some newer eyes. It's and my so my good. hard time with that movie was it's so effective, and that's the right. hard time for it is it's so fucking gross and effective. Like if I hear you want some head cheese, like I'm like turn it off. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, there's something about that movie, and I don't know what it is but there's something about that movie that feels like you're not supposed to be watching it or something like it has the same kind of feel of something like faces of death or Mm -hmm. you know what I mean like that kind of thing but it's all fake and there's hardly any like gore in it whatsoever or you know like explicit violence or anything but it just feels so grimy and ugh
0: I think I mean it's like that. It's just like with uh, thinking about watching the Blair Witch Project and that last scene. I think it's the sixteen millimeter is a huge part of that. Yeah. Um, it's just yeah, and and the Texasness of it, like this the, right. the cabin the cabinness of it, and the the cabin. It was funny to me watching that as they're coming thin. I was like, oh, this is Texas chainsaw adjacent. Like they have the
1: the mm-hmm. bone
0: everyone all oh, these fucking hicks with their bone wind chimes yeah <laughs> their what bone hallmark. art yeah what hallmark are you going to <laughs> yeah. I've se- i mean i we both are coastal ish people i live not like an hour from the coast i've seen plenty of shell art in my life right <laughs> yeah I, I anytime i go to an antique store i'm always looking for that beautiful shell crucifix lamp night light. Right. <laughs> it's made entirely out of abalone but like
1: but all like, these people have fucking ed gein as their interior design. yeah what the shit who the fuck are you people with your with
0: your bone wind chimes
1: yeah <laughs> so it's, it's it was nice to
0: see a bone wind chime yeah it's just so so easy so simple so low budget and yet so creative that's the thing is the creativity of like Having to, you can, the sweat of the filmmakers comes through and of the actors and it just makes it that much more deserved and the enjoyment that much more um, fulfilling to watch.
1: Yes. And it is, it's a testament to how well it's made that these characters are more paper thin than even what you get in most of the Friday the 13th films. They try to make more of an effort to, Ah. you know. tell you who they are and here it's just like there's nothing there's There's absolutely nothing
0: ashley wears blue
1: yeah (laughs) you know how they're related to each other and that's it
0: yeah yeah but then you get those i mean that's why i think we zero in on those queens in this movie besides the fact that we're deep fags But like you get that card scene or you get just share everything with Cheryl. I mean, that fucking clock is going to be. That's my favorite part of the movie. It always will be. (laughs) (laughs) Like you get Linda just flying gleefully through the air. (laughs) 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 They get to do a lot of awesome things. So even if there's no development. um, Right it still gets to be a great oh, showcase it's... for some queens, too. Yes,
1: there's still moments, and it's still so charming, for yeah. sure. So yeah. And, and Deadites, just... man. Ugh. Deadites are creepy as fuck.
0: You don't get better than Deadites. Mm-hmm. I love that they're their own, totally their own breed of non-traditional yes. monster.
1: Right, yeah. Yeah, that's true. It doesn't buy into any other kind of mythology or anything.
0: Mm-mm. Yeah, and it's and still very separate. Like, even though I think it did influence demons, maybe... Uh, still very separate from classic demon stuff. Yes. In the same way that the demons were so separate that they kind of led to their own rage-infected. Like, these Deadites will always just be Deadites and always be exclusive to Evil Dead. You're never going to see them anywhere else.
1: Yeah, even if you say, like, well, Cheryl gets possessed, but it doesn't feel like a possession movie. Um, Mm -hmm. they're they're not zombies they don't feel like demons even though technically i suppose they are you know like it's just yeah it's its own thing yeah what a
0: movie right what a a fun time
1: what a fun time
0: evil Dead. we recommend it excellent halloween programming i think absolutely you gotta get those classics Mm mm-hmm also, why are we doing have you noticed we're only doing like we are full on Gaylords of D this month and everything it's descent, evil dead, demons. Annabelle is a doll. <laughs> I see you, Stacy. I see your planning here. Something's happening. I don't know I'd what say. I don't know what kind of ritual you got set up.
1: I don't know, but it involves the D. Yeah, you <laughs> Are you sure you didn't set it up? <laughs> Not yeah, mine.
0: All those lobbyists from Big D. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure you are.
1: It's not mine. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so it's official. We're Gaylords D this month.
1: I guess. I hmm. yeah. love it.
0: Love Evil Dead. Love Evil uh, Dead. On that note, nope. <laughs> Oh, it's done. <laughs> yeah. We don't all, even have questions all anymore. Done.
1: No more questions.
0: It's just so, over. We don't care. On it. Listen, listener. Do you know how much content we uh-oh. offer you?
1: Uh oh. <laughs> Here comes Norma Ray. Look out! And now you now,
0: <laughs> now you want free questions too. <laughs> yeah.
1: Now you want answers, huh? On
0: top of me having to sit in my favorite movie theater and watch a film and eat popcorn and drink my beer.
1: Wow now you also
0: i know look at everything that we go through for you people my god and
1: then we have to talk about it and people want to listen to you talk about it it's such a such a hardship it's a
0: hard life i could be looking at so many pictures of kyle richards bangs right now
1: (laughs) well that is true we have had to take a time out from that for this
0: i I do have 1600 tabs open on my desktop (laughs) and they're all kyle richards bangs
1: I've found full JFK. I suppose you're asking if we have a question.
0: I was going to say, Stacey, um, do we have a listener question today?
1: Of course we do. We've got questions forever. But if (laughs) someone... (laughs) What <laughs> We have a lot of questions. I yes, mean... we
0: have questions. We have questions today. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Step right up. Uh, but if you've got a question you want to ask, feel free. Uh, we're at, you know you can find us on Facebook, Gaylords of Darkness. You can find us on Instagram, Gaylords of Darkness. You can find us on Twitter, Gaylords of D. You can find us on electronic mail, Gaylords at GaylordsofDarkness.com. You could just think your question real hard, and maybe we'll hear it. Maybe. Options, no promises. But uh, anyway, yeah. Yeah, send us some
0: questions. We're always accepting them.
1: Sure, we like them. Uh, Okay, so this week's question comes from Stefan, who asks... What are your favorite horror movie settings slash locations? Are there any particular houses, flats, or even castles that you'd love and would love to live in yourselves?
0: Mm. Well, mm.
1: two very different questions, really.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I looked at it as two questions myself.
1: I mean, technically, you could say that it is two questions. You so know, looking at them as two questions is a good way to go about it.
0: As someone who has not been vaccinated, my brain just works a little differently, <laughs> Stacy. I function 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 on a different plane. Good see you. Much good like you. Jenny McCarthy. Yeah.
1: yeah uh, yeah, but they are because you know, some of my favorite horror movie locations would I want to live there? Probably not.
0: Yeah, that's a thing. I have like three I want to live in and then like four where I'm like, no, God, no. No, absolutely (laughs) not.
1: No. I mean, I love this cabin in Evil Dead. I like a spooky, scary, you know, when a cabin in the woods is done right. Something like this or like The Ring remake I think about. (gasps) That little motel cabin fucking place, which who would want to stay there?
0: Like, so cute, but also so creepy.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I like that kind of thing as a setting, but I'd be too scared to stay there myself.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I I want to do, like, every Halloween, Jason and I, like, we all, you know, we always set these outlandish plans for fa- Halloween and then ended up not doing the thing we really want to do. What we really want to do every year is find a haunted cabin in the woods and stay on it mm-hmm. in, on Halloween. Like, I just... And it all comes back to this movie. Like, that is such an aesthetic. I want, it, I want to go to there. Mm-hmm. Don't want to live in it, though. Just want to stay in the night.
1: No. This The Cabin in Evil Dead is extreme in that, like, a lot of these movies, you know, The Cabin in the Woods will be nice. This one is just horrifying.
0: It's disgust. It's a shitbox. <laughs>
1: it's an absolute shitbox. Terrifying. No thanks.
0: Mm-mm. Would I love to wander through that cellar, though, for a very limited amount of time? Yeah. I would
1: be so scared.
0: I'd be so scared. Just going down those steps. Mm Oh. No, thank you. But do I want to do it? Yeah. Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) What else you got? What other places do you like? Where do you want to live? Tell me everything.
0: Uh Oh, girlfriend, I'm going to spill it all (laughs) for you. So I I, I zeroed in on, like, for my favorite locations... I zeroed in on, um, I, I, all of my answers were all houses. Like, I didn't find any really castles, maybe castle adjacent kind of places, but I really zeroed in on weird fucking houses in horror.
1: Well, we live in Stately Gaylord's Manor, which is basically a castle. So that's I mean, the thing. I already have that.
0: So it's yeah, like, you've you know, already got the best. I'm not going to be selfish and also need, you know, Castle Frankenstein or Castle Dracula. <laughs> you know, they can keep it. That's right. I've got a nice one, so I'm you know paying it forward. You can have that Dracula. Look at the good I do. So I, but horror has this thing of doing setting films in really really weird unique houses. Like, Frank Lloyd Wright houses. (laughs) Frank Lloyd Wright on acid. Yeah. Um, So, for me, it's, like, those favorite horror houses. Like, I mean, obviously, Hill House in The Haunting.
1: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Like, just so, so iconic. Would I ever want to even step foot in there? No fucking way.
1: You'd get lost.
0: Like, I would maybe rather end up in The Cabin in the Woods than I would go to Hill House.
1: Yeah, well, it's such a point in the film that, like, you know, that none of the angles are right, and it's just, it's not, it's subtly built so that you can't find your way around. Yeah, it's it's
0: designed to drive you crazy. Yeah. And it's evil.
1: (laughs) And it's evil.
0: It's just bad.
1: And it's just, honestly, real gaudy. It's real tacky.
0: There's so much happening. Yeah. What am I supposed to look at? I can't get high in that place. The ledger. The ledger, Eleanor. Look at the the ledger. ledger. (laughs) Oh, thank you, Ghost. I should look at the ledger. I'll do some nice reading. Uh, So, yeah, I have The Haunting. Um, I have The Home from Terror Vision, which I don't think you've seen Terror Vision.
1: I have not.
0: Let me tell you, it is... (laughs) Imagine Mary Waranov and Garrett Graham as like workout adjacent 80s yuppie swingers and imagine the hip pad that they would live in it is a weird weird house they have a giant pool they have a pool in them in like a living room for no reason they have their their sex (laughs) swinger dungeon bedroom it is it is amazing everything like kind of glows this reddish pink um i love TerraVision. i love that house do i want to live there Not necessarily, because it's it's still a little gaudy for my taste. Um, The House in Messiah of Evil. Yeah. That, like, all that art, that crazy, those crazy, like, mural walls, the design. It's so unique. Mm -hmm. So unique. Um, Would I want to live there? Fuck no, because I have seen Messiah of Evil. (laughs) It's (laughs) it's a terrifying place. Um, And then one more for Clown Town, just in terms of pushing the weirdness of houses so much. I do have a soft spot in my heart for the absolutely bonkers robotic glass house in the 13 Ghosts remake. Oh, okay. Because it's just so fucking stupid. And how is that a house? And if I inherited that, I'd be like, I'm sorry, excuse me, what happens? Right. <laughs> what is going on? But I love that house. I love the design. Yeah. Uh, well,
1: I always, I think about, like, Resident Evil, like, the game, really. And I'm like, oh, man, it'd be so cool to, like, have the money and make your house like the Spencer Mansion. And then I'm like, but it would also suck to be like, oh, God, I gotta go to the bathroom. But before I do that, I have to find the snake plaque. And to get the snake plaque, I have to find the diamond key that opens up this door. And, you know, like, I just want to go to the bathroom.
0: <laughs> yeah. Why am I mixing herbs when I have to say yeah. shit? <laughs> the green herb and the red herb why earthers. did what? i do this to myself <laughs> how many statues do i have to fucking move <laughs> who designed this place and why yeah so no thanks so funny yeah, yeah so my my houses i want to live in though my locations i want to live in i mean i'm gonna go down the line here um ascending order like the th- I know we talked mad shit about it on the last episode, but I love the Warren house. Just that design aesthetic is Mm. my own. So the Warren house from The Conjuring films and from Annabelle Comes Home. Love that house. Um, I would actually live there. Like I said, that's where I want to die in Palm Springs is in that house. Um... The home from Beetlejuice, but not when it was the Maitland's home, but when Delia Dietz changed everything over and made it like 80s Patrick Nagel goth, like, ugh, <laughs> Of course. Dreams. Um, and then it's kind of a, it's kind of a toss up, but my last two would be Tiffany's trailer in Bride of Chucky, <laughs> because I love that double wide. I love how gothy it is and how hot topic it is. And, but best of all. <laughs> Somehow, in that double wide, she has—I mean, half of the trailer, half of the double wide itself must be her rest, her bathroom with that right. giant clawfoot <laughs> bathtub and the glass brick. Oh my god! Yeah, my kingdom for glass brick. I love it. Ooh. Um, but my number one is—and it's—it's not a horror movie, but it is a witch house. It is a—it is the the lair of a witch. Um, and that's Faye Dunaway's fun house in Supergirl. Oh. It's amazing. She lives in that fucking gaudy ass, awesome fun house, like complete <laughs> with like the ride rails that go take you into it. And then inside it's all black and white and like uh, Harlequin clown town, um, Patrick Nagel, witch fantasy love it. <laughs> So, yeah, I want to live in a trailer or a fun house. I am trash. <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow. All right.
0: Thank you for coming to my uh, home real estate. Trash talk. My trash talk, yeah.
1: <laughs> that works. Um, yeah. I don't, I, you know, I had a lot of, uh, I had trouble thinking of things for this. Because I'm just like, I don't know. I don't think about living anywhere in particular i don't know what i'm trying to say
0: i I don't think about living anywhere
1: well i don't like i just don't uh have any like aspirations in terms of like i want to have a house like mc hammer or whatever you know what i mean like mc hammer well i mean just like a (laughs) big mansion With a gold toilet or whatever. Like, yeah. I don't have, you know what I mean? Like, I don't, uh, I don't think of, ha- like, I see a place and I'm like, oh, that's a nice design or whatever. But I guess I just don't put much thought into, like, I, I don't know what I'm trying to say. You're that not an interiors
0: me- queen, it sounds like.
1: I, d- I do like, uh you know, certain aesthetics, for sure. I really love a mid-century modern. Oh. Give me a mid-century modern. Give me my grandma's house with the wall-to-wall carpeting. And, like, this wall has wood paneling. But this wall looks like stone, but it's not stone. It's also, like, paneling. And (laughs) give me the, like, mustard yellow stove and the mustard
0: yellow. Like, Uh, I just want to live in
1: my grandmother's house, you know.
0: That's all I – that's my exact same sentiment
1: yeah like that to me is like the ultimate sort of thing i don't need this like tory spelling oh they had 99 rooms and this one room was just used to wrap christmas presents or whatever like i just can't even
0: (laughs) the present room it's essential
1: yeah like i just don't think in those terms so i'm just like i don't know my grandma's house
0: yeah same
1: you know so i look at these places How that said um, there are horror movie locations that I enjoy. There are horror movie locations I enjoy for horror movies.,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know what I mean? Like you say a fun house It makes me think of that movie The Fun House.
0: <laughs> oh, there you go, Wow,
1: yeah, like I like a carnival setting. I know that they've there's been some shitty carnival horror movies mm-hmm. um, but I like the fun house in that movie. I think it's really scary and creepy um. Like, like uh, carnival haunted houses are terrifying to me.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely.
1: They're just loud noises and string in your hair, you know? But I don't but know, they also, really scare me.
0: Also, sometimes they, like, have real human corpses in them. You've all heard that, Urban Legend. Right. And one of it was true. Uh, yeah. They also sometimes, like what's to stop somebody from just hanging out in there and, like, stabbing you?
1: (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. You know? That's the thing. Yeah. So it's like, would I want to go to one? Not necessarily. I think they're scary. Would I want to live there? Absolutely not. But as a location for a horror movie, like, that's kind of a different way to look at these things. And I guess that's the way my special brain went.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: was like, where do I like? So I like a fun house. I like a carnival. Um, I sure do like... All of Antonio Bay in the fog, but especially obviously. Oh. the Stevie Wayne lighthouse radio station.
0: Stevie's lighthouse. Holy shit, yes.
1: Do would I live there? Absolutely. I mean once I went down those stairs I would never go back up. It's a lot of stairs. She has to climb those every morning when she's done. I,
0: that that's how she stays That's so how she fit. stays
1: Adrian Barbeau. Mm-hmm. But, man, that is the life for me, is Stevie... Like, no kid. I don't need a kid. But having that cool beach house, working at a radio... Like, playing records on the top of a lighthouse in a plaid shirt. Fuck yeah. Like, Stevie Wayne is... I hate the life goals, but come
0: on. It doesn't get cooler than that. It doesn't
1: fucking get cooler than Stevie Wayne. Yep. Period. So, uh, yeah, absolutely. I love the sorority house in the original Black Christmas... Because I yeah. feel like the way it's shot and the way it's set up and all of that, there's a warmth to it mm-hmm. that I really love. Lots I'm not of wood. a big, I'm not really big into Christmas, but that movie to me captures like a nice warm house on a cold Christmas day.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's a fire, and you can smell the cookies. There's a
1: fire, and there's so many lights, and Olivia Hussey's so pretty. And it's just like, oh, this is a perfect place.
0: Plus there's hooch hidden in the bathtub and in the toilet and all in the walls. (laughs) Yeah,
1: there's hooch all over the place. So I don't know. I really, I wouldn't want to live there, but it's nice. Mm -hmm. I like it. Where would I want to live, but I also enjoy for a horror movie location? Uh, The apartment building in The Sentinel
0: oh it's and the gorgeous. bramford
1: and the bramford which is of course the dakota uh in rosemary's baby oh
0: my god it's absolutely stunning
1: yeah so i mean give me a nice apartment absolutely i'm there but when i think horror movie houses i just think like like oh you know sure nancy's house in a nightmare on elm street is iconic or the myers house or whatever but it's like also there in suburbia like
0: oh that'd be hell
1: I've tried it, it just didn't work, you know? You don't want to live in the Myers house with your tunnel system
0: and your paprika?
1: (laughs) My fresh fennel!
0: Yeah, your fennel, that was it. Yeah.
1: So, but give me a nice... I mean, who doesn't want to live in the Dakota, you know what I mean?
0: Man. I love that I went for, like, literally, I want to live in the circus. (laughs) And you chose, like, the correct answer. That fuck in the Sentinel, man. That place is so beautiful. Yeah. Plus, you get to I, hang out with Ava Gardner and I mean, Burgess Meredith and no Beverly D'Angelo, like
1: yeah. all of them. So, I mean, yeah, those are my those are my answers. So, I mean, there are more icon- iconic locations. You're like, oh, the hotel in The Shining, which is a great fucking location for a horror horror movie.
0: Hmm. Um,
1: you know, but whatever. Those are on all the lists.
0: Yeah, yeah. Give yeah, me a but-
1: nice apartment. Ooh. I just assume I'm going to end up living in a witch cave. So I guess that's just <laughs> where my brain goes. I don't think, like, someday I'm going to have a really nice big house. And I'm like, no, I'm going to live in a witch cave. And that's it.
0: Not even a crone shack, but a full-on cave?
1: I think a cave, probably. Yeah. You know? Or maybe a crone shack. I could be into a crone shack. It's a little you, like, old place where it? we could get together. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Shack baby. <laughs> <laughs> I just want everyone to be afraid of me. I just want... If I have to live in a neighborhood... <laughs> If I have to live in a neighborhood, I want the children to be afraid of me. That's the—I mean—that's
0: the aspiration, right? Is that you are the crazy old woman that everyone has stories about?
1: Yes, absolutely. If you
0: walk by her house, you have to run by it. Because you have to run you, by it. You watch out because she'll look at you through the curtains.
1: <laughs> she will too. And they have to like dare Lonnie to go up and knock on my door. Yeah. You know? Oh God,
0: watch out, Lonnie.
1: Look out, Lonnie. <laughs> Get your ass out of there! <laughs> yeah, so I, don't know. I also love the idea
0: of you with your cr- your witch cave, and how <laughs> exciting the um, lift rides or Uber rides home would be because <laughs> they're like I just drop just anywhere here. You're like, yeah, just anywhere, just yeah, by the log by... or yeah, <laughs> I could just get out wherever.
1: <laughs> you see that little cairn? <laughs> yeah, the cairn? Drop me off by the cairn, please. <laughs> I just disappear into the mouth of the cave.
0: <laughs> oh, I want nothing else for you. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. That's that's the way. That's the life. Yeah. It is the
1: life. It's the life for me. Neighborhood witch.
0: And listen, with encroaching societal, societal collapse.
1: I mean, we're all going to be living in caves before too long.
0: Yeah. So now's the time. That's, that's the next hot real estate to look out for is caves, baby.
1: Right. I mean, they'll be nice and cool when the earth heats up and tries to burn us all alive. Yeah.
0: You might have to share it with a bear or two, but.
1: Whatever. That's fine. Yeah. So, there it's you the go. New,
0: it's the new millennium, baby.
1: 2020! <laughs> Get <It is. laughs>
0: <2020. laughs> cave.
1: Witch cave 2020.
0: God, I love a witch cave.
1: Yeah. So anyway, I used to want to live in a witch shack, but I've just downgraded because I'm like, what's you know, what's more realistic? Are you gonna be able to afford a shack? There's Come like on a now. mortgage.
0: You have to do a down the payment. Mortgage. mortgage. There's the closing costs. That's how they get you is with the closing costs too. Because you think you factored in everything, but no, you still have to pay X amount of dollars to that realtor.
1: Mm. Mm-hmm. Property taxes, and like you know, I look at Jason Voorhees and it's like, well, he built a little lean to, and I'm like. You know, so I think to myself, like, couldn't I just build a little witch lean-to out in the woods? Mm-hmm. And, then, and then I think, Stacey, absolutely not. Like, you can't even assemble a sandwich.
0: <laughs> That's why it just stays as toast.
1: That's why it's just toast, because a sandwich is like the mustard gets everywhere. Like, you think you're going to be able to build a lean-to? I like oh,
0: that please. the mustard is your breaking point. Yeah. <laughs>
1: And I, uh, do you know how many times you like you, you know you eat a sandwich i shouldn't tell anybody but yeah, i mean you, know, <laughs> you look down at your hand and you're like oh my god is that a bruise like what did i do to my hand or is this a jaundice and it's like no it's just old mustard
0: it's the old mustard stain yeah how many uh, how many mustards do you have on your fingers right now <laughs>
1: Surprisingly, none. I did have mustard for lunch.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, Just mustard. Just a <laughs> container
1: of mustard. <laughs> I had mustard for lunch. <laughs> I meant with other things. Just a jar of Gouldens and a spoon, and I'm all set. <laughs> now I had mustard on a sandwich. So surprisingly,
0: there's no mustard anyway. I did have mustard for lunch. Yeah, I think... I think, well, also, you know, you'd have to have, you'd have to do upkeep with a lean-to or a shack, right? Exactly. Right. And that's, I don't know how to do that. That's why any place I've ever lived in, like, looks like, um, uh, like, spontaneous human combustion has occurred there by the time I move out. And that's why I've never gotten a deposit back. <laughs> like...
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how to build things is my point. I'm not that kind of gal.
0: Yeah. And a cave, you just, you, you know, every now and then. I don't then have to do
1: s- anything. I just, just walk in and lay down. Yeah. That's, you
0: all, can... that's all I have to do. You just, like, move the straw here or there. Maybe you could, you could put the straw together. To oh, bring. straw. Look at I you. Oh, know. I know. Well, One
1: percent.
0: You have to keep up the homeowner. You know, you keep up your looks for the homeowners association. The cave right. dwellers cave. association. <laughs> yeah. You know, they're like. Mm, it's that's just
1: me and all the gang from the descent. Yeah.
0: yeah they've all voted that your straw is too unsightly out front (laughs) and you also you need to clean up the soot from the fire marks there yeah
1: and so I spent all this money replacing my straw and then I was like wait a minute they can't even see those sons of bitches they got me again
0: (laughs) they're just power hungry
1: yeah (laughs) anyway wow good question Stefan thanks
0: yeah that didn't trigger a tangent at all no
1: totally on topic. Very interesting to listen to, I'm sure. So,
0: my choices are a trailer, a fun house. <laughs> Yours are a beautiful beautiful ornate like brownstone adjacent apartments and settings or a cave. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm just going to be Hagazusa. Like that's, you know, yeah. that's as good as it gets, I think, for yeah.
0: me. That's very up that's a very upscale cabin. It is. You know, that's not just a lean-to. I know. That's going to take some work. That's going to take some commitment.
1: I'll put it on my vision board.
0: (laughs) Next to your baby ribs.
1: (laughs) Next to my mustard goes on the bread. (laughs) Slogan.
0: Is that one of your cross-stitches that (laughs) reminds (laughs) you every day in the kitchen?
1: Yeah, I get out there and I'm like, what do I do with this? (laughs) Mustard goes on the bread.
0: It's your own personal memento. It just yeah. you, helps you helps track <laughs> yeah, down. Oh,
1: yeah, oh, look at Stacey's tattoo. What does that say? <laughs> it says
0: mustard goes on the bread.
1: <laughs> Jesus Christ. Ladies, oh. again.
0: All this could be yours.
1: Oh, all this could be yours.
0: You could have mustard on your fingers, too. Uh,
1: oh, my. Oh,
0: is that a new kink? Cake <sighs> farts and mustard fingers.
1: Ha, 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 ha.